Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 38 of Stuttering, Demystified, and Beyond. This is your host, Lori Malnitsky, stuttering specialist, speech language pathologist, and ADHD teen and adult coach. Today, in today's episode, I like to talk to you about three tips that I think will help you if you are an adult or even an older teen who stutters. This is no substitute for actual therapy, but I thought I would come on and try and give you, if you're listening, to some tips that might help you. I have stuttered since an early age. I have found some of these tips that have really helped me, but to be be honest with you, I always needed help from a speech pathologist who specialized in stuttering if they stutter themselves even better because I didn't feel alone. And I really had to learn, relearn how to speak. And that sounds like odd, like how do you relearn how to speak? When, well, you sort of have to, and I'm just going to give you an example. I'm working with a 28 year old young man now, really, really nice guy, really nice guy who's been stuttering pretty severely. And as a result, he hasn't gone to, to college. And he's so relieved to have found something that has helped. So I'm gonna give you some tips that come a little bit outside of therapy that have helped him, helped me, helped a lot of people just to communicate better in general. So what are those tips? So one of those tips is when you talk, and I have to remind myself also that you have to sometimes pause and allow more time to speak. Why is that important? Because if you're rushing out words, then there's more of a tendency to get stuck and have your vocal folds lock. And a lot of times, to be honest with you, we're rushing out words because we're fearful of what the listener might do or say, and we're fearful of stuttering. Now that's a secret that a lot of adults won't tell you, but I can tell you that's definitely a secret that we don't know how the listener will respond. And there's a lot of fear involved. So try and pause. And sometimes we have to get used to the listener looking at us. And that sounds weird because a lot of you who are fluent speakers might not really understand that it's disconcerting when you've been stuttering because, how can I explain this so it makes sense if you don't stutter? The reason being because you're used to being judged. So, you know, imagine like you go to a meeting and you're so embarrassed because you don't know anybody, and you walk in there with just this tremendous fear of being judged. So 
That happens a lot with stuttering also. So we have to get used to allowing some pausing like I'm doing right now. Number two, we have to get used to like really establishing eye contact and sort of learning how to communicate. And the more you can learn how to communicate, the more easy it will be to you for you to talk. So establish eye contact, pause. One of the things that's very helpful, and you'll notice like when you sing, most people, well, people who stutter do not stutter when they sing. And the reason being is they're sort of going in easier. They're combining words. There's continuous movement. When you have continuous movement, you're not stopping in between. And this took me a long time to learn, but it did change my life drastically. And it changed my life for many of the adults and changed the lives of many of the adults I work with. And number three is to really be very persistent with the kind of practice that you do and to not give up. It's important to not give up. So to be honest with you, I went through many intensive therapy programs before I found one that worked, but I do believe I developed the tools and the strategies to move forward. I am going to recommend for most adults, if you're stuttering more on the moderate to severe side, to go for a little bit more intensive therapy. Once a week for a half an hour just isn't really enough to relearn how you speak. So I'm going to share an example with you of someone I work with. I am going to call her Beverly. She is now 32. She's a college professor. She actually was afraid to give her lectures in class. She had been working for a while, but her speech started to get worse. She worked on an intensive program. We relearned how to speak, and we also relearned how to decrease some some fears, and in about a month, she's good to go, and she's on her way. So there are ways to overcome stuttering. Don't give up on it. I have groups that I run. I've seen unbelievable changes made. So please, if you have any questions, visit my website, www.allislandspeech.com, A-L-L, allislandspeech.com. I direct All Island Speech and Stuttering Therapy. I am in New York, but I am virtual in many areas, so don't give up. 
Okay, so if you have to reach me, you can always email me, Lori, L-O-R-I, at all, A-L-L, Lori, at allislandspeech.com. I am telling you, in my own experience, I could not say my name. And as a result now, I own two businesses. I public speak. I've taught at a university. And I became a speech-language pathologist. So if I can help you in any way, please let me know. I like to actually end my episodes with a quote because I hope um, as many of you inspire me. I hope I can inspire you. So, and I, ha- I have to admit, I forgot to look for a quote before, but I found one. So Shirley Chisholm said, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. So think about that for a while. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a speech-language pathologist, please join um, Stuttering Demystified on Facebook and my CEU, my ASHA CEU courses for stuttering are on allislandspeech.com. This is Laurie Melnitsky signing off.